Thank you for listening to the Power Shift Mindset. We'll be discussing techniques, concepts, and strategies to help you achieve the success and happiness you're looking for. Hey guys, Coach Jay, and I'm here again with Trudy. And the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Today we talk about how we can make changes to get better results. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay, and I'm back again with Trudy. And today we're talking about kind of insanity. Um, just doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Uh, kind of like that famous quote, uh, whether it be going down the same path in a relationship, whether that be in your significant other or work or a, a group that you're with, whether you're trying to hit goals, working out and you're doing the same thing over and over again, and it's not working, uh, changing health habits. Uh, Shruti, what's your take on doing the same thing over and over again, and it just doesn't seem to be working, but reluctant to make that change. It's really frustrating. And the thing is, is that it comes back to us. So sometimes I feel as if we think things are happening to us, or that person is doing something to us, or goals aren't manifesting because, oh, the universe is conspiring against us. But that's not it. It's going internally asking yourself, okay, what is it that I need to change so I can bring different results? What about you? Yeah. What, what's your take on it? Well, I was going to, how, how much do you think comfort comes into that where you're comfortable in a situation where, you know, it's not the ideal situation that you're in. And, and I'll go back to, I mean, what we discussed in our, our last podcast with me making major changes. Um, I was comfortable where I was, even with the discomfort, there was a comfort knowing that there was a consistency there. I, I deal with the, the same multiple headaches every day, but at least I went in there knowing what headache I was dealing with. And if, if you know that you're lactose intolerant, but you really like that bowl of cereal in the morning, you at least know what's going to happen. So you kind of adjust to it, you deal with it, you get through it and you keep going. Um, so to make that change was difficult where my brother was in the same situation where he wanted to make a change and it was difficult for him to do. And eventually with COVID and the economy, he was forced to do it. But sometimes I don't know if it's a reluctancy to make the change, but more of a fear of the unknown and in enough of a comfort where you are, even in an uncomfortable situation. I think you hit the jackpot with that word comfort. That's that is exactly what it is. It's that we are comfortable. And like you said, with your job, you weren't happy, you weren't feeling connected or passionate about it because you were just comfortable and you're like, okay, I'm just going to go along with this. And I think a lot of people do that, including me, I've done that. And then I get frustrated. And now I kind of ask myself, okay, well, what do I need to change? Yeah, there's a fear of the unknown, but if I just stay comfortable, then I'm going to keep getting the same results. And is my life going to change in any way? Probably not. And I'm not going to be growing. So it has to do with growth too. Yeah, you might get rejected or you might not get that job that you apply for, but you're going to feel empowered as the end result, even if you don't feel it in the present moment. You're going to be looking back on your life when you took that leap and you did something different and you're going to be like, oh, wow, I did that. And I don't regret it now because I challenged myself 
And then once you do that, it's kind of like a ripple effect in other areas of your life. You're going to expand and other things are going to align with you because you're constantly growing and challenging your own self and your life is going to change in that way, in my opinion. Yeah. I think once you challenge yourself with, with a significant challenge that first time, it's easier to make those, those next challenges over, over time. Uh, it's, that yeah, first, absolutely. it's that first big leap. And once you realize, Hey, I survived a big leap once I, I can do more. And so going on like a couple of different things. I mean, we talked about the work environment and go back to the shows where we talked about our value. And so you're, you're in a, in a work environment where you don't feel you're valued and the same things over and over again, how do we make those adjustments? Uh, and, and we'll flip this around as well. If you're the employer and you have someone that you think you're, you're undervaluing and you want to keep them or you're, you, maybe you're paying out more than you think you're getting in return. How do we make those adjustments to the point where it's either time to make that change or it makes the situation better? So that's a really good question because you said value. So now let's go back to ourselves and ask ourselves, what makes me feel valuable? What is it that inside makes me feel this way? Because externally, I'm not going to find that. So I have to go inward. Okay. I feel a value when I feel I respect myself, when I feel I love myself. And if you're not getting that from somebody else, maybe change the conversation. Okay. What is it that we can do so we can serve each other? So you're not only making it about only about yourself, you're making it a two-way conversation now. And you're also challenging the other person to step up to the plate. So it's how you say something too. And I was just watching this video that I posted on my Instagram, which is about how to get people to take you seriously. It's about verbal economics, how you're saying something. So if I'm having a conversation with you and I'm frustrated by something, instead of being like, you know, Jay, you frustrate me when you do this. Jay, how can we get to this place where we can better understand each other? I want to better understand you. What can I do to do that? Do you see how the way that I phrased it now is differently. Now I'm engaging you. Now it's not me attacking you or making it. You did this. I'm also asking myself and I'm asking you so we can move forward and out of this place that isn't serving us. Well, let's, let's uh, transition into more personal relationships, whether it be a marriage or a dating situation. Uh, I've mentioned my friend, Gina, who I, I, I credit as being my unofficial life coach. And I, I put it out there. I mean, I just mentioned that my wife and I just uh, reached 20 years of marriage. I also put it out there that in the past we went through marriage counseling, uh, which and many people have done that. And, and with talking to Gina, she said basically the same thing as you, even if there's something that my wife might do or not do that nags me instead of saying, Hey, can you change this? Hey, what can we do to make this a better situation? And that's something that I've really been conscious about when there are situations, I mean, don't get me wrong. Every now there still is a frustration that comes out where it, it isn't a we, and as much as you want to word it that way, but yeah. what, what is there that we can do to make this situation better? 
I and mean, same thing. If you're, if you're going through that same cookie cutter routine, you get up, you both get dressed, you go do your jobs, you come home, you eat, do the laundry, do the dishes and go to bed. And that connection's not there. You got to make that change. Okay. Listen, at least twice a month, we have to have a date night at least. And once a month, we got to sit down and make sure we watch a movie and you got to make those adjustments, make those changes for that connection. Uh, but like you said, just the way you said it, the way you phrase something definitely does make a difference. Absolutely. And it's interesting because my friend said to me the other day, you know, I was talking to her about something about making boundaries and she said, do the sandwich effect. And I was like, what's that? <laughs> and she goes, it's the good, the struggle, and then the good again. So I was like, Jay, I really am grateful for having you in my life. That's the good. Now there's uh, there's a struggle here and I really want to make it work, but this is how I'm feeling. And I want to express that to you. Now that's the, the struggle, right? Now I'm top with something good. So how can we make this work? Cause I really want you in my life. Sandwich. Yeah. I've, I've heard the same thing. I heard it referred to as the Oreo effect. Oh, I like that too. <laughs> same, same thing where I, and they talked about it when I took my, my training for my level three archery coaching where I really like what you did with your bow arm. Let's try to tighten up that release, but really good follow through. So same thing, very good hair. Let's work on this. Very good hair. Same, same type of thing. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's almost like a story in a way where there's, there's a beginning, there's a middle and now there's an end. So you open it. I always feel it's nice to start with something positive and the middle is not necessarily, it's not negative. It's just, okay, here's, the work that needs to be done or that I want to do. And I'd love to do it if you're open to it too. I, you know, it's one thing for you or me to express it and want to work at it, but then we cannot control the other person's reaction in that situation or how they're going to take it. But if you say it in a specific way where they also feel safe, it's going to make a difference. I think people just want to feel like you said, like comfortable, but it's safe in the sense that where you can feel that you're going to be heard. That's what I mean. Yeah, be, being heard is a big thing. Um, and going back and I, I mentioned it in the last podcast that um, the owner of the company that, that I work for that I've since resigned from, uh, put in my two weeks notice. One of the first things he said to me was, I want to apologize for not listening to you over the years, like all the, all the issues that I had. And he, and he followed up by, it's not that I didn't listen that it's just, I kind of took things for granted. I, I was comfortable here. It goes back to that comfort word. He was comfortable that even with the headaches, I showed up every day and did what I needed to do. I was comfortable with the fact that, you know what, I understand what my headaches are. I can deal with them for now. Obviously it's gotten to the point. Um, so that, that communication, that listening, that being heard is a big thing, but then it's, it comes down to, I mean, I think everyone goes back to the extreme song more than words and let's see what your actions are. I mean, so many people can say the right things. I mean, how many times do we see in it going back to the personal relationships and in, in couples? Oh, I love you. You're the most important person to me. This, I couldn't live without you, but at the same time, 
you still leave your socks on the floor. You still leave your dishes in the sink or you still leave the toilet. I mean, if you loved me so much, how difficult would it be to pick your socks up, do the dishes? I mean, I know these are little things, but those are the Chinese water torture things that add up and drip after drip after drip. It, it yeah. gives you a headache. <laughs> I know. I think, it's, I think it's like that when you live with anybody, whether it's a significant other, whether it's your parents or whether it's a roommate, it's just, there are going to be struggles and days where you struggle. And if there is an environment that isn't serving you and you've made your efforts and you've done what you can from your end, then it's time to make a change. And yes, that may be uncomfortable, but you have to remember we're human beings. We adapt. So I always go back to last year when everything was, you know, our freedom felt like it was taken away. But we adapted and now we've adapted to a different lifestyle and you will adapt. It's just something that happens and it will happen again. So if you want to leave a situation that isn't serving you, you've done everything you can and it's uncomfortable, I promise you, as painful as it may seem in the beginning, you will adapt and you will start attracting more of the things that are in alignment with who you are because yes we can attract what we want that's one thing but you also have to be in this frequency with the things that you want so if i'm like oh i want that new job but i'm in the back of my head unconsciously i'm believing that i'm not worthy of it then i'm not going to attract that job but if i go in this frequency of you know what? I know my value. I feel good. I feel in this flow. And I know I'm aligning with the things that are going to be for my highest good. Now I'm in that frequency. And now what I want, it will be easier for it to come to me because I'm vibrating at that frequency. So you have to yeah. combine those two things, what you want, the changes you want, and then being in alignment with what you want to feel with those changes. What do you think? Yeah, uh, I touch on. I mean, you mentioned value. I, I just got off the phone with with my brother, who's who's managed businesses and and managed personnel and and has had his own business. And he said, when you're negotiating your value, and we'll just talk dollars for now, but keep in mind, there's a whole package that goes around your value. So you you get your paycheck, but then you might have vacation time or 401k or other things that go into that valued package. Um, but if you're talking X amount of dollars and you're off, you, you ask for this, they offer that. Like my brother said, it's not about how much you value me or my time. It's how much I value me or my time. So if right. I think I'm and and you got to look at it that way where it's like, no, I value myself more. I mean, I, I have a sign up on my toolbox that says my value is not diminished because other people fail to see it. Exactly. And, and that's and so it, important. Yeah, it, it's definitely important to to know your value. Um, you don't want to be, you don't want to be known for being the cheapest, and that's not what you want your selling point to be. You want to be known for for giving a good product, whether that product is a physical product, whether it's your services, whatever it happens to be. And how many times have you went out and bought something that you paid a little more for than the option because you know the one you're buying is worth the extra couple bucks and it it happens all the time so you got to put that on yourself you definitely have to put it on yourself and i think when you're asking for something if you want something else 
in my opinion, you should go back to yourself and ask yourself, what changes am I making for the things that I want? So if I want that change in a relationship or that change in my career or moving somewhere, or you want those things, ask yourself, what changes am I making in myself or the actions I'm taking to get the things that I'm asking for? Because when you rephrase it that way, you're going back to you because it all starts with you. You can't get things on the outside that you're not willing to work on in yourself. So if you're like, oh, I want more time or I want more consistency or I want someone to pick up the socks. Okay, well, what am I doing as well? Because if I'm not doing anything, I have to be able to match what I'm asking for. So if I want more of your time, that means I should be giving you my time as well. If I want you to pick up the socks, then I should be doing those things as well. So what you're asking for, you should be able to deliver as well. Right. Now you, you had mentioned earlier um, about how you make adjustments and you always, eventually the adjustments come. They might take a little longer at time. Uh, and two big ones. And I remember you struggle with bills, you're paying your, all your bills, you're living check to check and, and you have a baby coming in nine months. It's like, okay, this is going to cost this much in food and diapers and, and this and that. And, uh, and like a friend of mine says, don't worry about it. You, you just make it happen. It just happens. You, you don't even think about the cost of, of a child. And then when they become teenage boys, the cost of feeding them, it just goes through the roof, but we won't go there, but just making that little adjustment and then you have the second kid and you might not be making much more money than you were even before the first one. And, and it just works. You, you make those adjustments and, and it might be cutting corners. Now we're only going to the movies every other month instead of every month, or we're, we're ordering pizza once a month instead of twice a month. And you don't even feel the changes. And then eventually you probably inch back to your normal self and, and it just works. The other one that was getting, so that's more on the financial side of it. Time-wise, uh, I've mentioned many times I coached high school sports for 15 years, and that would go, I'd go from my full-time job, immediately leave my job and go to the school. So on a practice day, I'd get to the school around 2.30. We were done roughly five o'clock. I'd be heading home. On a game day, I could be out. If it was a road game, I could be out to nine o'clock at night. And I remember after the one year I had where I didn't coach and I didn't start refereeing yet, where I did nothing. I remember sitting and talking to my wife saying, how the hell did I fit all this into my schedule? I'm looking at how busy our schedule was with everything else we did with the kids playing sports, with us doing our stuff, the, the responsibilities of doing things with the home, our work and this and that. And then on top of it, I threw coaching in there. We made it work. It, it's just, you'd be amazed. And when you make that adjustment, just like COVID did, oh my God, we're locked in here. We can't do this. We can't do that. We got to wear a mask. And by the time September, October came, we were used to it. And then obviously by the time spring and now everyone's like, I've had enough of it. Um, but you, you yeah. make those adjustments. The, the very beginning is going to be difficult. And, Uncomfortable. And you're going to, yeah. And you're going to feel it, but eventually things level out. Absolutely. And even with, you know, health, for example, I know that for me, I, I was like, oh, I really want to have better skin. I want to have a better glow. And, 
yeah, I'm using these products, but obviously there's something in my diet that's making me look maybe like more tired. And I was talking to my boss and she's like, you should drink green juices. And cause I'm not a vegetable person. Like I don't always eat my vegetables. So for me, a juice was actually the perfect solution. And I'm really happy that she recommended that because I've been drinking green juices almost every day and I feel more energized. I feel the difference in my skin. And I made that adjustment and that was all I needed to do. <laughs> it was like a little solution. Same thing with, you know, the gym. It's okay, you haven't worked out in five months. Maybe you haven't been back to that gym. Okay, what can you do? Maybe join a new place. Maybe try something you haven't tried before. Go in a new environment. Try that out and see how you feel. And then, okay, you might be going once a week because uh, you haven't worked out in six months but then you'll start going again. One, one time a week will become two times a week. That will become three times a week. And you'll get used to it and you'll get in the flow of things. That's another key word here, I think, is to be in this quote unquote, I like to call it divine flow. Because when you're in that flow and you're in tune with yourself, then things will come to you without, without the resistance. So if I'm like waiting by my, my computer, oh my gosh, I really want that person to email me. I really want them to, to, to sign this project. They're not going to email me at that time where I'm in this lack mindset. But now when I'm just flowing, okay, I'm doing something else. I'm busy with other things. I'm feeling at peace with myself. I'm in harmony within myself. Now things are going to come to me because I'm in that flow. That's what I mean when I say it all starts inside, because once you feel that, trust me, no one will feel that, you'll feel blissful, you just, you'll be connected to everything, but attached to nothing. Well, you like to use the word flow. I, I usually go with rhythm. You need a rhythm. Uh, I like for, that too. For, for any drummers out there, there's a rudiment called the pad of flaw flaw, which the sticking <laughs> is very odd, but once you get it up to full speed, it just kind of naturally bounces its way through itself if you try to play it sticking each individual and tap of the sticks it's very weird but once it gets up to speed it literally just naturally bounces on its own and and when when i do my workouts and i'm on a full body workout it's three days a week and i have a friend that asked me to write a workout plan for her but she needs that rhythm if I gave her the day off, even though technically in those days off, there is something else. It's not a full workout. There's something there for you to do. It yeah. doesn't feel the same where for her, even though it becomes more of a, usually it's a bigger workout. I, I just scaled it down, but gave her a split workout where she had to do something every day. I mean, obviously a rest day written in there. Cause I mean, just like our show, the importance of rest. Um, yeah. But she's someone that needs, and I was actually having the same conversation with my wife this morning that she needs to do something every day, because if you give her that day with nothing, it's too easy to fall back onto old habits and say, eh, I did nothing today. Eh, I can do nothing tomorrow. But if, if every day there was some step for you to do, it keeps that rhythm or that flow going. Uh, so some people yeah. need, need different things uh, where you can take take that full body workout. And if we need to, we, we split the push and pull and we alternate them every other day and it, whatever can keep you going forward. 
and you have to make those changes. I mean, we talk about, again, insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. So from the physical side, and if one thing's not working for you and change it up, uh, like the, the couple podcasts I listened to, they said the best workout for you is the one that you're going to do. Now, strength training might benefit overall the body a little better than, than cardio in terms of muscle building and, and overall strength and functional strength. But if you don't really care for that, you know, okay, well, we're going to give you a 15 minutes on exercise and you love to run and, or get on your bike and you're going to do that three or four times a week, then by all means, we're going to do a, an, a cross training triathlon type workout for you, where we're going to have biking, running and swimming. And then we'll have an extra day of you doing the strength and conditioning because we know you love doing that, at least you'll get up and do that. And where someone else might hate the cardio aspect. So it's like, okay, we'll just do the one day of cardio, but you got to do what's, what's right for you, but make those adjustments to see one, what you enjoy and then what your body actually benefits from. Yeah. And that's a great thing that you said about, you know, the exercising, it got me thinking about when you are doing something uncomfortable do something first that lights you up, makes you happy, whether it's going to that gym class or whether it's playing music, do that first, because then you're going to be your, what is it? Your oxy, what's the word? Oxytocin, the, you're when you're flowing and in this place, when you feel like that euphoria, that high, okay, now you feel that now go do that uncomfortable thing that you want to do because now you're in a different mindset and you're connected with your heart, your body, your mind, your soul. You're all in that rhythm or that flow now. So now go for that challenge because now you're going to react differently or do that task in a different way. Yeah. And a lot of things like that, especially when it comes to health and working out, um, and, and any skill and, and a lot of workout things there, there's a skill involved with it. Um, but you don't see progress right away. Everyone expects, and it, it seems like guys will go in there and, and it's, and, and this isn't across the board, but just for an example where they, they get discouraged because they're, they haven't turned into Arnold in one week of lifting weights where a lot of times, and you'll see more and more women now are pushing weight more than they did back in the eighties and nineties. And, and my wife, perfect example. Oh, I don't want to do much weights. I don't want to get that big. Well, if all you needed to do was touch a dumbbell and you turn into Arnold, every guy would look like Arnold. I mean, some, a lot of, a lot of women, especially smaller frame women are fearful that if they touch the weights, they're going to, they're going to get too big. It doesn't happen like that. I mean, and, and, and don't get discouraged when the progress doesn't happen, especially, and again, I, I had this argument with my wife again this morning where she went through a program and did amazing. It was a 12 week program in the beginning. She couldn't do five decline sit-ups by the end. She did five sets of 20 and, and wow. she went through it. The number on the scale didn't move as much as she would like to, but everything else, every other, and either measurable or based on feel improvement happened. She felt better. She had more energy. Clothes were fitting better. Yes. The scale number didn't move, which meant you did lose some body fat. You did build some muscle. So 
you, you, you took one thing off the scale, but put something else better on the scale. So the number on the scale didn't slide. So don't get discouraged by the scale numbers. Go by your overall feel. I mean, there's some people that can't, can't step on a scale. And when I, when you see me shoot, um, my archery tournaments, I have binoculars on me and I look at every shot. Sometimes I don't want the kids looking at their shot because if they had a bad shot and they take their binoculars, they look, they get all discouraged and now it's in their head. And now for me, going back to that rhythm or that flow, to me, it's more of a timing thing to slow my process down where every shot I do look at it. It's not so much to look at my shot. It's just, that's the timing mechanism I put in there. I mean, you'll see it with major league baseball pitchers or the guys when they step out of the batting box, and Nomar Garcia Parra was a big one where he'd go and redo each batting glove and adjust each hand and tap each elbow, everything. And it, it looked like he was doing and some Indian rain dance or something out there. But every every step out of the box, he did the same thing. That's your rhythm. So whatever you need to get a rhythm to keep getting your progress, just find something that works for you. Yeah. And like you said, not focusing so much on the outcome, just keep going and I know the the most challenging part is getting detached from the outcome like that instant gratification oh I want this right now I want the changes on the scale but you use the keyword that your wife felt she felt better clothes fit better she felt good she felt more energized feel it feel the feel the the results quote unquote that you want but just just relax, be present and focus on the now. Think of your big picture, sure. Think about the big picture of what you want. That's great. But now keep going and think of yourself as a student. We're all students in life and we're also people's teachers. But if you come from this mindset of, okay, I'm learning something, I'm learning something every day, whether it's something really small or something really big, that is going to change you and bring changes in your life. And then you'll stop doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting different results. Yeah, that, definitely. I mean, the, the changes are big. I mean, again, going back to the, the progress, making progress, everyone uses, we've all heard the phrase, I just want to be better than I was yesterday. And personally, I don't like that saying. My, I say more, I want to be better than I was last month. I mean, maybe, maybe even say last week, but I, I want to be better than I was last month because you know what, every now and then you're going to have an off day. So one day you are going to be not to use this word, but worse today than you were yesterday. So if we're always, I want to be better than I was yesterday, there's going to be down days. So base it in, in those chunks. I mean, we talk small, small term or short term, medium term, long term goals. Don't focus too much on very, very short goals. Even those those short term goals should be the week or, or two weeks. Don't go by a day or in the next three days because you will have down days and don't get discouraged. Look at what progress you've made in a month's time and then base those changes on that. Yeah, I think that's a great way to look at it. And for people that don't like writing, make yourself voice notes or whatever works for you where you can kind of express yourself, like have a diary of voice notes. Okay, 
this is the changes I'm making today. What else do I need to do to buy that house? Keep it consistent. And so, cause our mind is running all the time, right? So we're like, our mind is active and we're thinking before we go to sleep, we're thinking about something that happened like five years ago, write it down or say it in your voice, whatever works for you. But if you do that consistently, it's sort of like a mantra that you're doing or practicing. And when you do that, it's like your brain just becomes activated and you're putting out a different energy too. So we talked about a relationship of insanity within a business setting, personal setting, yourself, your health, and making adjustments. I mean, what would you say would be your overall recommendation to avoid that insanity and how to make changes so you can see progress, so you don't keep doing the same thing over and over? Whatever scares the hell out of you, do that. That is my biggest piece of advice. And your heart might be beating out of your chest. Do it. You will feel this freedom, even if you feel scared at first. After that, you are going to feel a freedom. Like, whoa, I didn't know that I was capable of this. So do something that scares you. That is my biggest piece of of advice. If you want to get out of your comfort zone, what would be yours? Well, I'm going to go with the, and like I said, looking at those numbers, don't get wrapped up by, by statistics, by the number on the scale, by, and if you're getting pinched for body fat and this and that, and obviously, yes, we'd like to see the scale going down. We'd like to see body fat go down, but you got to go by your feel. I mean, one of the biggest thing uh, for me and, and, and catching what I caught with with having to have that stent was I listened to my body. And today I went for my follow-up with the cardiologist and said, okay, just do the same thing. You feel good. That's good. But if you feel that again, call me right away. Listen, keep listening to your body. So listen to your body, feel those things. And I mean, one other thing that I'll always go with is we've talked about the importance of coaches in your circle. Don't ever be afraid to ask for help, to ask for support. Sometimes you need physical health. Sometimes you need someone just to vent to when you're having a bad day. Don't ever hesitate asking someone for help or support. It's perfect. Perfectly said. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And we'll probably see you in two weeks. Uh, next week being the holiday week. I know I'm away and. Lots of people have things going on. So our next full show will most likely be in two weeks. And thanks for listening. Shift Mindset Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While the suggestions, strategies, and practices we have given have been proven successful for our personal use as well as clients we have worked with, these recommendations should not supersede instructions given by any licensed professionals, including but not limited to your primary care physician and mental health professionals. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today for the PowerShift Mindset Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at The PowerShift Mindset, and also visit thepowershiftmindset.com. Thanks again for listening to The PowerShift Mindset.